Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Brad Fittler has announced that it looks more than likely that Nathan Cleary will miss Origin Game 3, the decider. Devastating for Nathan Cleary. He's played so well in this series. Would have been sensational to see him playing Game 3, but this is the way that footy goes sometimes. At least he has got the series wrapped up. I think he's earned a lot of respect, and I think he's earned that Kangaroos jersey to be his own. I think he's officially taken it off DCE now. But it opens up for an interesting situation as to who Brad Fittler will pick to play halfback in game three. Now, for me, probably the most common answer from people that I'm hearing anyway would just be to move Luai to seven and allow Jack White to play six. And I was just talking to some mates about it and I sort of said, you know, I, I think this one's fair chop. I think this one probably makes the most sense. It's probably the best. Um, for a guy like Jack White, who's been in the squad the entire time, he's obviously the next man up at 5'8". So for him to get that duty at 5'8", and Luai just slip into the 7, changes things a little bit. It's not really Jerome Luai's natural game, but I think it would be a fair call to allow Jack White just to be the next man up. He served his uh, he served his time on the bench. He's obviously come from the starting team last year. He's a Dalian medalist. He's a Clive Churchill medalist. He's done enough to be a starting half in origin. So I think that would be completely fair. And Jerome Luai, I think it would be a really good test for him. I think it would be a good opportunity for him to take over and take control. You would have to assume that this is going to be the seven and the six moving forward for a long time. Um, and I think Jerome Luai would have the opportunity to steer the boys around, steer the ship around in Sydney. Uh, it'd be a really good opportunity for him, especially in Sydney. It's not going to be the same sort of track that we're used to. So kicking game is really, really important. So a good test for Jerome Luai, which... Brings me to my next guy I'm going to touch on now. If you're looking to win this game, if you're looking to seal it up, it is going to be in Sydney. It is, you know, traditionally, Origins in Sydney, they tend to be low-scoring affairs. Kicking games tend to be more important than ever. We know, though, right now that the modern game is, you know, it's so irrelevant to the past that I'm not sure if it will be that sort of a game realistically. But if it is, I mean, it's very hard to go past a guy like Adam Reynolds. He's done, he's been there. He's done it before for New South Wales. He's been a champion for South Sydney for a very long time. And a guy that you know wouldn't let you down. He would compliment Jerome Luai really well as well. So... 
to be able to bring the best kicking game into the New South Wales side for game three uh, would be incredibly important. And I mean, you couldn't possibly go past Adam Reynolds if you wanted to do that. But as it still remains, Adam Reynolds, 30, 31 years old, um, just signed with the Brisbane Broncos, heading up there next year. That'll probably be the last contract we see Adam Reynolds sign. He is aging. Is he going to be a guy that is going to play much football in the future for New South Wales? In my opinion, no. Uh, it's only going to come down to if there is an injury to either Nathan Cleary or Jerome Luai. And as much as Nathan Cleary is injured right now, I mean, I've seen him play the last two years with essentially no injuries whatsoever. Same as Jerome Luai. So you would have to assume that these guys, they're probably not going to have too many injuries. So for me, if it wasn't a dead rubber, Adam Reynolds would be the guy that I would bring in straight away. I wouldn't even think twice about it. It would be Adam Reynolds without a doubt. But considering the situation they're in, the series is already wrapped up. Um, interesting to see what Freddie does here. Does he look to the future or does he just try and get this game done? So in Adam Reynolds, he comes to mind. Another halfback that he could pick is a guy that's also done the job for them before, was part of the series that won in 2019, Game 3. Of course, Mitchell Pearce, a guy that was terrorized in origin for the first part of his career, would be a fantastic way for Mitchell Pearce. You know, we, we saw him a few years ago in 2019 win the Shield there, how happy and excited he was. Could be an opportunity to bring a Mitch Pearce in. He hasn't played much footy, though. He only made his return for the Newcastle Knights last week. So a guy that he'll be up there, but not a guy that I would probably dive at if I had to go between Reynolds and Pierce. I mean, I would go Reynolds. I think that playing in Sydney, it definitely suits his game. Um, and he's been playing football the entire year and been playing incredibly well as well. So Adam Reynolds, he's my pick out of Mitch Pierce and himself. There's a couple of other guys you could throw up. I mean, uh, at a stretch, a guy like Chad Townsend, he's been around for a long time now. But I mean, if you're not going to really use him in the future, I don't see any point just giving away a jersey there. There's other guys like Luke Brooks as well. He'll be another one that'll be thrown up. He's been playing pretty well this year. Once again, though, I mean, if we look into the future of the New South Wales Blues, when we get to next year, your halves will obviously be Cleary and Luai. Your replacement will be Luke Keary from the Roosters, realistically. He'll be the next man up if it's not Jack Whiten. Um, And then for me, if we're looking long-term, over the next five or six years, I'm looking at guys who are coming into their prime, who are playing good club footy, who potentially might not get an opportunity, but it might be a good little bit of insurance to be able to bring this guy in. And the guy I'm looking at is Mitch Moses. Now, we know that Freddie has a very strong relationship with Mitch Moses. They they were coach, um, and he might have even been the skipper of that uh well, that Lebanese side in the World Cup a couple of years ago, and Mitch Pierce, sorry, Mitch Moses, he played unbelievably in that World Cup. I was so impressed with him. You saw the confidence, Mitch, Mitch Moses, and you know, as much as they weren't playing top tier nations, they played the Kangaroos and got pretty slapped around there. I thought Moses played well, though. You could tell that Freddie was able to get the best out of Mitch Moses. He got confident, Mitch, out of him, and um, he's he's obviously changed a lot as a footballer over the last eighteen months, two years, Mitch Moses, and I think it's a massive positive. I think a lot of people see it as a negative because he doesn't have the highlights and the super coach scores and all that sort of shit but he's become such a much he's become a much more complete halfback over the last two years and I think he's a guy that Freddie would definitely consider because for me over the next few years whenever we have an injury at halfback if it's not Nathan Cleary your next point of call for me would probably be Luke Keary obviously a premiership winner Clive Churchill medalist he's done it all Luke Keary a champion player then the next man is probably Mitch Moses, realistically. So I would probably take this opportunity to... It's like having a bit of insurance. You give this guy an opportunity to come in and play halfback, give him an opportunity to, to direct the team around. Uh, that's if you don't just go with Jerome Luai there. You could go an older head, as we said, Mitch Pierce. Um, you could go with Adam Reynolds, as we said. But for me, I've got a feeling Freddie might... Uh, 
might make a little investment for the future and put Mitch Moses in there. And look, it's unlikely in the future that you'll get to a situation where you're just out of halfbacks. But we've seen it happen in Origin before. We've seen it before. So I think it's a good opportunity to allow Mitch Moses, who's coming into the peak of his career, to come in a dead rubber game, get used to the week, get used to the process, the build-up, the game itself, understand how much faster it is. It's get Well, we hope it's going to be in Sydney. Actually, I, that's the one thing I didn't mention. It's probably not going to be in Sydney, realistically. Might be up at Newcastle. Now, all of a sudden, if it's up at Newcastle, Mitchell Pearce doesn't look like a bad option, again, to be able to play at home at his home ground. But for me, I still think Mitch Moses, he would probably be my pick. A little bit of insurance looking into the future. The next few years, I think your ranks are going to go Cleary, Luke Keary, and then you're going to have Mitch Moses as your next man. And as I said before, it has happened before in Origin. We have a heap of injuries. We had Finchie on the podcast last year. I mean, he was on the source at uh, Bronte RSL Club and got the call that about four or five halfbacks have gone down. We need you to come in. So things can happen, especially now. For me, there's more players getting injured now than there ever has been. There's more HIAs and whatnot. So your depth in positions can go very quickly. The Blues have been very lucky this season and last season, but it can change quickly. So I think giving this guy an opportunity to come in and play, it would be sensational. Very interesting to see how Freddie plays this. Does he just play uh, the guys that have been there and that have done the job this series, play White at six, Luai at seven, and just let them run the show? As much as Luai isn't a traditional seven, as I've always said, there's never been a time in the game where you can get away with not having traditional sevens. You can get away with just playing eyes up, running footy, especially the way the Blues are going at the moment and the way that their forward pack is dominating the centre third. Their game is built around dominating the middle and getting early ball out to your Ferraris on the edges, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Travojevic. So you probably could get away without having a sort of Nathan Cleary, Adam Reynolds, Mitch Moses sort of halfback. But I don't think that'll be the reality for New South Wales forever. I think the the Queensland Maroons, they will adapt over the next few years. Queensland, it doesn't... I mean, State of Origin, it doesn't have a finish line. This isn't it. A lot of people saying that State of Origin's in serious trouble. I mean... I remember 2003, 4, 5, the Blues won three series in a row and everyone was saying Origin was dead. Bang. All of a sudden, Queensland win eight series in a row. And whilst... This Queensland team right now, there are a number of champion players missing. There are a number of really big worries. They've still got to get KP and Harry Grant back into this side. They will be better for this over the next few years. They will be a better footy side than what they're showing at the moment. Their big test is going to be their forward pack, though, obviously. But I think New South Wales should take this opportunity to invest for the future, give Mitch Moses a game, hand the keys to him for a game, see how he handles it, see how he handles the week, how he fits into the team. You know for the future then, if we get to game one next year and there's absolute chaos and there's four or five halves injured... Brad Fittler will know, and the rest of the senior players in the New South Wales team will know, is Mitch Moses a guy that we can rely on this game? Is he a guy that can step up to this next level and we can trust him to deliver? I think it's a really good opportunity. I think Freddie could take it, but I wouldn't push back on him at all if he just played Luai at seven and Jack White at six because those guys have done their hard yards during this series and they've earned it. It does open up a 14 jersey there, which, I mean, you could maybe look at a Mitch Moses there. Uh, You could look at a Cody Walker coming back into this side. Cody Walker's the other one. He was in the team last year. They could look at playing him at six or at 14. So a plethora of options here for Brad Fittler. I mean, if Queensland were to lose their seven, we'd be talking about Sam Walker, the poor bastard, who's uh, obviously had been unbelievable, a great player. He's going to be a Queensland great, in my opinion, but he's very, very young at this stage. So as a New South Wales fan. I'm very privileged. I'm very happy that we've got the depth options that we do. But for me, Mitch Moses, he would probably be my pick to come into this side. I'd like to give him an opportunity, see how he handles it. It is game three. It's a dead rubber. I know we want to put a thousand points on them. I get it. But don't think 
this is going to be a cakewalk for the next two years. Don't think the Blues are just going to walk over Queensland for the next three years. We won two series in a row, and that was the attitude. And then we got our pants pulled down by Queensland. Origin doesn't have a finish line. Queensland understand this. They will be back bigger and better. I think we should take this opportunity to blood some more guys, let them get an opportunity in a key position in Origin in the week leading up to it to see how they handle and prove to Freddie and the more experienced players in that side that Mitch Moses is a guy that if we get in trouble in the 11th hour, we can turn to him to wear the seven. I think his form for Parramatta has been sensational. He's improved out of sight. Um, as much as people think he's gone backwards, I think he's improved. I think it'll be a really good opportunity for him to come into this side. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.